If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome along to Help I Sexted My Boss. Helpful advice for the daily struggles of modern life. Well, most of the time. Just so you know, you may find the conversations in this podcast a little bit offensive. If that's you, go and listen to something boring. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, aiming to answer your 21st century questions and find solutions to everyday dilemmas, like how do you tell your auntie she's flying low? Or how can you get away with picking your nose in public? And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But, William Hanson, we are not your usual agony aunts, are we? No, we're not flying low either, we should just clarify that. <laughs> William is an etiquette expert and a lover of the finer things in life, aren't you? Yes, and Jordan North is from the North and thinks the Duchess of Cornwall is a Burnley pub. <laughs> and he's a good pub. Happy hour, seven till nine. Do a cracking pint. Um, yeah, so we're back again. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for liking us and, and rating us. Tell your friends and all that. We uh, Yes, but only the quality friends. Yeah, we really... No riffraff. <laughs> we really do appreciate it. Uh, talk about tables turning today... On the train down. Um, I'm not happy. I, Jordan Levi North, travelled... Is that your middle name? Yeah. Levi? Yeah, did you not know that? You named after Denim? No, after the Bible person, Anna. Well, that went wrong, didn't it? (laughs) Well, no, I don't think I'm named after jeans. Yeah, Levi's a biblical name, isn't it? Right, yeah, no, it is. Yeah, right. I didn't see you as a Levi. No, I'm not named after jeans. Um... Yeah, I I came down to on, on the train today uh, in uh, first class, darling. Yes, I I travelled first class. I got two free cups of coffee. I've rubbed loads of water. You can have some later if you want some because that was free. And uh, yeah, I got a snack as well. And William was on the train before me, and he slummed it in normal economy. Coach F, I think you were in, weren't you? I was in Coach U. Was you for un- unruly? Yes. You were. How the t- times have changed. Me I was com- not happy. Me coming down. I had someone sitting next to me. Oh, did you? Who was wearing, inst- when he went to go and get something from the luggage rack, Yeah. he exposed where his belt should have been. It was a, like a cable that he was wearing as a belt. Get lost. That's the sort of class of person you get in standard. What have you got here for us? It's a bit of a show well, and tell. earlier in the series, I said that we would bring in some uh, Reblochon. <clears throat> Cheese. Oh, I was struggling to say Reblochon. 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 
Yeah. I'm going to say Reblajon. 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 And sadly, um, I'm afraid, Harrods have been completely out. Oh, that pigging stinks. What? I can smell it from here. No, it doesn't. It... So Go this on. is Tilejo. I thought you said it was rock. No, I said Harrods had run out. Oh, right. Okay, Literally, sorry. I went in, they said, had you come in five minutes ago, Mr. Hanson, you would have had some. I love that they know your name. <laughs> Disaster. <laughs> so this is a similar, I mean, it's from Italy, not France. So okay. it's an Italian cheese. I'm going to cut you some. What's it called? Taleggio. Taleggio. We won't have too much because, you know, I know cheese has an effect on you. And I've brought in here. Yeah, it gives you me know, nightmares. Do you know what this is? No. Well, do you know what this is? Um, if I can get the packet out. Treacle. That looks like, it looks like treacle. No, it's quince jelly. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, William, it bloody stinks. It doesn't stink at all. Smell that. <laughs> well, I'll be honest, it is rather warm in the studio, I'll be honest, and I don't think that's helped. I like it, though. <laughs> I do, but it stinks. I will try and get some Reblochon. If Harrods don't let me down again, I will bring in Reblochon. Please do bring in some Reblochon. No, oh. It's not John, Reblochon. 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 Today's podcast is all about behaving in the workplace. And, we, and you know, we d- th- we cover different topics throughout we do. the podcast. Yes. So if we you do. want our help with something, you can always tweet us at sextedmyboss. Or you can send your questions of contacent... Oh, you bastards. <laughs> Why have you put this in? Con- or you can send your questions of constant. Oh, you don't. You're making me sound consternation. Consternation. Or you can send your questions of consternation to help at sextedmyboss.com. If you have any, you absolute dickheads. If you have any perplexing pickles you wish for us to pair, we pair. Oh God. If you have any perplexing pickles you wish for we pair to pick apart and (laughs) proffer our (laughs) panicky, then pick up at the... I sound right. Right. If you have any perplexing pickles that you wish for we pair to pick apart and proffer our panacea, then pick up that phone and present your predicament for our preoccupation. Arseholes, absolute arseholes. Or you can write to William, who promised a handwritten reply on his own letterhead of paper. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. This episode is all about the workplace. We've covered job interviews. Somehow you got the job. What now? Well, you're about to find out. First of all, gin and de bonnet. Yes. By the way, if you've tried a gin and de bonnet from listening to this podcast, uh, please do get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Um, so, workplace. Mm. I like to think that I'm very professional at work. Are you? Well, I like to think I'm the epitome of professionalism. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I appreciate this podcast has ruined any career I was going to have. Before you answer some questions from our lovely listeners, I've got a couple of questions for you. Okay. Okay. Uh, First questions. How many sickies should you pull in a year? How many is, like, taking the piss? Well, none, really. Really? Because you want to turn up for every day. Be being serious though. Everyone because when you are then ill, mm-hmm. if you have already pulled lots of sickies, as you're calling them, mm-hmm. you've got a bit of an issue. Right. Be, honestly, is it all right to pull a sickie? I would say it's okay to pull a sickie if you have a legitimate family reason. Right, okay. But I wouldn't pull one just well, because you've you've gone out and you've sort of burnt the candle at yeah, both ends. which I've done plenty of times. Yes, I know you Relationships, one night stands. Oh. Is it okay to do that at work? Hmm. No. No? No, I think it's very... 
and and to be fair, in the real um, in the real corporate world, I know, I know numerous friends who are husband and wife now. Yeah, I know lots of people that work together. That yeah, yeah, work. yeah. But in the real corporate world, they, when they become husband and wife, but they were colleagues, one of them has to quit. Do they? Not because there's anything in their contract that tells them that they have to, but just it's the decent thing right. to do okay. because husbands and wives working together, <laughs> it's yeah, right. I I don't want to sound crude here. Um, but now you're worried about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nine episodes in. Um, I I and I know other people like this. And I think it's a bit of a. I don't like pooing at work. What's right. The, what's the etiquette for having a number two at work? Because I really. Well, I think if you know, if, if we're being honest, if you have to, you have to. Yeah. It's a bodily function. It's just always when you're at work. You should try not to in the office. You yeah. should go to, to one of the lavatories provided. But it's always when you're in work and you do it. You come out and there's always someone there you know and you're like, oh, he just knows that. Do you not think it's awkward? No, I think it's a bodily function. If you've got to do it, you've got to do it. I yeah. used to, when I was at school, there was a um, there was someone that was. Even more highly strung than I was. <laughs> wow, is that even possible? Who was who was what we call a day boarder? So it was a, he boarded, but he also had a home quite close to school. His parents loved him, yeah. so he could go to him basically. And uh, he used to not use any lavatory for any function at school. He used to walk home to go to the lavatory. Get lost, really? Mm. Right, yeah. Wow, he sounds very highly strong. He was. He and I used to get on Friday, but we used to have, bizarrely, we used to have a really big long break on a Friday after lunch until lessons started at 4.30. And I could never really understand why they just didn't put those 4.30 lessons directly after lunch. Mm -hmm. But anyway, and we used to go into Clifton and shop for Versace China. A what for China? Versace China. Did you go to school on a Saturday? Yes. Did you? Mm. That's so weird. And we had chapel on Sundays. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Did you play Not rug- every Sunday, but... Did you play rugby? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I can remember... Was you the cheerleader? I got a call. I, I had to phone my mother one Saturday morning when I was at school, and I was in year eight. I said, Mummy, Mummy, I need my um, blazer for cricket. And she thought, oh, my darling, he's been selected. He's been selected for the cricket team. And she said, are you doing cricket this afternoon? I said, yes, I've been chosen to serve the teas. <laughs> and for many years, I served the teas. Oh, for the cricket team? For the, for the home team and the away team. Oh, so you was never on any sports teams? No. I can't believe you went to school on a Saturday. That's I so used to offer the first 11 my sticky bun. <laughs> It was. It was a glazed donut, actually. Um, one more question about work etiquette. Yes. If you disagree with a boss, what's the best way of confronting him or her? I think you know, if if you disagree and you have legitimate reasons, then you you know you're entitled to air those reasons. Arrange a meeting, have it, follow it up with an email if needs be. Yeah. But they are your boss, and so if you disagree with it, and they as long as they listen to your views. Yeah. They might completely ignore them, but as long as they listen. They're the boss, their decision. It's sometimes not good to confront them or ask them a question in front of other people. They no, don't like exactly. That, do they? It's all about saving the face. Okay. Right. Don't embarrass them because you, that's a guaranteed way that you will not be listened to. Yeah. It's like when you, with your staff, I bet you're horrible to them, aren't you? What do you mean with my staff? Your cleaners and butlers and stuff, I bet you. With Silip Bang Sue, my cleaner. <laughs> Is that what she's called? That's just what she's called. Is it why she's called Silip Bang Sue? Because she's obsessed with. So the first time she came, she uh, when she was coming for her interview. Yeah. You interviewed your cleaner? Yes. You are fucking joking. How do you know they're a good cleaner? Well, let them do a trial, let them clean. No, 
I was asked them what their favourite, or what's their favourite cleaning product. Oh my God. <laughs> and I would then, I'd go right and take them into a bathroom, for example, and say, now talk me through where you'd start in this bathroom. And if they say, I'm going to start with the lavatory, you know they're a stupid cleaner because no one starts with the lavatory. You clean from the cleanest thing to the dirtiest thing. Oh my God, God, I can't believe you. I can't believe it. I'm sorry that I just want to, you know, I employ proper people. I have said this before, and I will say it again. We we are good friends. Um, you'll know if you listen to the podcast that we've been friends for many years, but you, Too long. you never cease to amaze me. Ditto. And every episode that we do, I am learning more and more about you as a person. I never knew you interviewed a cleaner. Anyway, so Silip Bang Su, she turned on, I sort of showed her the cleaning cupboard of where all the products are. Yeah. And she said, Algie, oh, you Silip Bang. She was from Manchester. <laughs> And uh, I said, no, I use Harpic. She said, I like Silly Bang. And I said, well, we'll stick to Harpic. And uh, then when she came in for the clean, and I wasn't there on that particular occasion, and I sort of got back and I opened the cleaning cupboard and she'd brought a bottle of Silly Bang. And I had to have words with her. Anyway, I rec- <laughs> she was quite a good cleaner and I recommended her to some friends. Same thing happened. Bottle of Silly Bang turned up. I think she had stocks. What's wrong with Silly Bang? Oh, it's got awful stuff. Use Harpic. Oh, for God's sake. So that's why she's called Silly Bang Sue. Should we go to the questions? Yes. So uh, we know that today's questions and dilemmas are all about the workplace, but that's all we know. We have no idea what problems of yours are coming next. So you're going to hear them for the first time, these questions like we do. And we cannot and will not be held responsible for the nature of the following conversations. We will try our best not to be... T- oh, you stop being... Why have you put the... We will try our best to not be too... Vitriolic. We will try our best to not be too vit- vitriolic. Yes, well done. We will try our best to not be too vitriolic. I don't know what that means. Mean. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. First question. This is from Stuart. Hi, Stuart. I know William hasn't done a day's work in his life, but I have. And my work days are often late. I'm contracted 38 hours. Some weeks I'm close to double that. I don't feel like this is good etiquette from my workplace, if I'm honest, but I'm not sure what to do. Do I quit? Do I have a word with my boss? Do I get on with it? Help. What are you saying? You need to bring that up. When it comes to your annual review, or if you've had your annual review and you forgot to mention it, you make an appointment with your line manager and you say, look, this is the issue, this is how I feel. And because sometimes, actually, the money is one thing, but actually all sometimes people want is to go, I appreciate what you've done on that. This was all your, you know, doing. Well done and thank you. That's all employers need to say sometimes is thank you. But so few do it. So what should he do then? I think he needs to have that conversation. I think he needs to talk to his line manager or his line manager's line manager. Yeah. Or both of them at the same time. Keep it straightforward. Again, follow it up with an email or a letter. And if it's still nothing's really changing, ultimately go and find another job. How many hours do you do a week? Do I do a week? Yeah. Well, I'm, I work for myself. Yeah. So, so I can do. I, I probably I do more than your average person because I am my own accounts department, uh, HR department, marketing department, sales department, interviewing cleaners. Uh, yeah, inter- busy, busy. All adds up. Next question. Okay, this one is from Becky. Hi, Becky. Why are you being really nice I, I to people? I don't know. I'm, I'm nice. I don't know why I'm saying hi, Becky, like that. Go on, read it out. That cheese pissing stings. Honestly. Please discuss cups of tea... Po- oh, I see. Please discuss cups of tea politics in the office. Oh, yes. How often is too often for a cuppa? There are 20 people in my office. Do I need to offer a tea to everyone when I do a run? How milky do I make it? Can I get away with using someone else's cup? Discuss. Right. Okay. First of all, great question. I am known, William Hansen, I don't know if you know this, but uh, I am known for making a cracking brew. I make a really good cup of tea. Do you not make a pot of tea? No. Would that be a bit more efficient? It's hard work, innit? um, What do you mean it's hard work? It's the same thing. Putting it in a pot, you're just best off doing it straight in the mug. So... I, I make a really good brew, and in my old workplace, every time I used to get up, people used to go, are you making a brew? Oh, go on then, I will. So, yes, good question, and I've got a question to follow up to it, so what's your thoughts on that, please, William Hansen? I think you've got to offer, you have got to offer people, but I would probably genuinely just make a pot. Yeah. And bring the pot to everyone and get them to pour themselves. Is it never okay to make a jack brew? What's that? A jack brew, so like, is that like being jack, is like being selfish, like to go in sneakily to the kitchen, make yourself a cup of tea and then like sneakily come out because you don't want to go in the kitchen and make loads of tea for the office, do you? Well, the trouble is, especially with this day and age with hot drinks, whether it's coffee, tea, everyone has got a different requirement. Some Mm -hmm. want it with milk, some want it without milk, some want one sugar, some want two sugars. If you're doing it for the whole sort of communal desk of 11 people, it's going to be a bit difficult. You're not going to remember it. You're going to have to take orders. You're not a waiter. You are not there to wait on everybody else. And so that's generally why I would get a big cafetiere or a nice big teapot or several teapots, bring it in, bring in the mugs, bring in a little pot of milk, uh, bring in your sugar and say, here it is, everybody, come to this position, make your tea, Bob's your uncle, Fan is your aunt. That is not actually a bad shout, bring in a big 
cafetiere and I said it right and you did. a pot of tea. Very awkward experience. Uh, this new lad started at work. We called him posh producer Sam because he was posh and um, I didn't really know him. And two days in I went, oh Sam, can I make a coffee in your cafetiere? He was like, what? <laughs> and I went, I went, he went, don't you mean cafetiere? I went, yeah. That. And we pretty much hit it. Broke the ice that though. We're good mates now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, that, that's a good point. What is your thoughts and opinion on cleaning pots up, etiquette and politics? Pops. Yeah, and, and cups. Because there's always, at every workplace now in your kitchen, there'll be, there'll be a sign that says, please clean up after yourself, put your mugs in the dishwasher, but nobody ever does. Well, they're idiots, aren't they? Do you, do you, do you think it's never... Not all right to wash your mug up at work. No, you wash it up. You use it. You better that. I mean, I wouldn't use a mug. I'd yeah. use a cup and saucer. Of course you would. Of course you would. But yeah, if you use it, you wash it up. I mean, it's it's really fairly basic sort of primary school stuff, isn't it? If you are that person that leaves the mug on the side and doesn't wash it up at work, you are the worst person ever. Next question, William Hanson. Why do I keep referring to you as William Hanson? I don't know, Jordan Law. William Hanson, UK etiquette expert. Next. We've cut out the leading, have we? Well, we've gathered that you're not. (laughs) (laughs) You won't believe what he just mouthed to me. (laughs) I can't believe he just mouthed that at me. Right, let's runt. (laughs) Next question. At my first proper... This is a question from Daisy. This looks long. It is. (sighs) She goes on a bit. At my first proper job, they used to put on drinks on the last Friday of every month. Oh, yeah. We'd all really look forward to it, and I'd be part of the group of people that would stay the couple of hours it would take to drink up all the free wine and beer. Nearing the end of these two hours, I was asked about the workout classes I attended at lunchtime at the gym over the road, and no-one could believe that one of them was called Zoo, Z-U-U, and required you to act like animals. Propelled by the wine in my stomach, I decided to show them a couple of moves, including the rather aptly named Iguana, which saw me on the floor with my left leg grappling the space to the left of my ear and my right leg extended out. Jordan, why don't you try and act that out? Right, I'm gone. Bear in mind, I'm not very good at Twister. No. Right, what am I doing? So, um... Left leg, so get on your knees. Right, <laughs> Reminds us of that night when we had a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. That didn't happen, by the way. No, it didn't. It's not going in, don't worry. <laughs> it is. That's what we said said on that night as well. <laughs> right, I'm on my knees. <laughs> your left your left leg grappling to the space of your left ear. Uh. Yeah, right. And your right leg extended out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hang on. I think she means like this. Hang on. <laughs> right, carry on, read the rest of the question. Yet as I poured myself down into the pose, I heard a sigh of pleather and a... <laughs> and a gust of air gather around my nether regions. My trousers had split. Looking up, panicked, I realised that I had now got the attention of every person left in the room, including my creative director, and genuinely debated lying on the floor until everyone else had filtered out. Instead, I leapt up and flashed my green pants to the crowd and did my best to laugh it off. But my question to you is about work drinks. How many is too many? Oh, wow. What's her name? Uh, Daisy. Uh, Daisy sounds like a good laugh. 
What's your response to that? Well, I, th- I think know your limits yep. and stick to at least one or two drinks under them. Okay. So how many drinks, how many Gin and Bonnets would you have to have to get drunk? Uh, how many did you have in episode four? <laughs> Quite a few. I reckon I'd need a good four or five. Four or five? Yeah. About one and a half for yeah, me. Yeah, to get drunk, yeah. Um, I I think you need to be careful at work dues, mm. at Christmas dues, getting More drunk. More careful than any other time. Yeah. I love a drink. I bloody love a drink, but I am always very careful at work it, when I have a drink. You are not there. Just because there is a free bar does not mean to say it is excuse for yep. a piss-up. You've got to be... You've got to be really yep. self. You've got to keep it professional. It is still a work yep. environment. Your position, your relationships with your colleagues, with your line manager, with your boss still counts. Your actions can still be held accountable for. Yeah, saying that, like, I'm on my way now and... Where are you going? <laughs> right, next question. This is from Miles. I work in a valuable supermarket. I've seen customers do all sorts. The worst one was probably around Christmas. Stock is traditionally quite low as people buy a lot of things. If you come late in the day, you might miss out. One woman came storming to the checkouts, value sausages in hand. She screamed, Do you think I can make pigs in blankets with these? Where are the bloody chipolatas? I don't want to eat this crap. William, you can probably relate. Anyway, she then proceeded to throw the sausages at me. At me. Again, William, you can probably relate with the sausages coming thick and fast at you. Cheeky bitch. She didn't get any sausage that night. She vowed never to return. So, in relation to that old adage, when does the customer become not right? When they throw pissing sausages in your face for starts. Yeah, I mean, it's a sausage at the end of the day, and pigs in blankets are, well, for a start, they're a bit common at Christmas lunch anyway. What? You have bacon rolls and you have sausages. Combining them, no. You don't agree with pigs in blankets? No. On Christmas dinner? No, lunch. On Christmas lunch? No. I feel the atmosphere's turned. Yeah, because you're just being a knob now. <gasps> what? What's wrong with... Says the person who's just done the iguana on the floor. Because you asked me to. What's wrong with pigs in blankets on Christmas Day? It's like you've got to have turkey and pigs in blankets. Those are two things. I mean, you could let parsnips go. What was the question again? I'm so incensed, I've, I forgot the question. When is the customer not right? When is the customer not right? Well, when they throw sausages yeah, in your face. the customer isn't always right. Really? Yeah, you've got to remember. The customer needs to be given the benefit of the... De- William's pissed again The customer needs to be given the benefit of the doubt Yep But actually there does come a point when the customer If they behave in a juvenile and less than mature way That's when any Even if they have a a slightly um, You know, reasonable question If they behave in an unreasonable way They're wrong Right So the customer isn't always right Yep, and they lose the moral high ground the moment they start behaving like that. And what do you do as uh, an employee? How do you treat a bad customer? Well, if needs be, you would sit them... If it was a supermarket, you go and sit them down and you say, I'm just going to go and get the manager, for example. Right. You maybe leave them sitting there for a few moments to cool off okay. before the manager comes and you get your manager to deal with it. Right. And if needs be, you ask them to leave. I mean, if she's throwing sausages at you, then, you know, that's, that is violence. Even though the sausages will be fairly soft. Yeah. But, you know, they could be Jewish. Jewish, Jewish... Not the sausages. And I'm not with you. Next question. But that's it. 
Oh, is it? Yes, we've right. peaked. Okay. How are we concluding today's podcast? The customer isn't always right. The customer isn't always right. In in the workplace, you've got to keep it professional. Mm-hmm. It is a workplace. It is not one big excuse to get drunk. Office parties, whether it's Christmas or throughout the year, need to be used for professional gain. Yeah. Not just for to be a freeloader. And anything else? What have I what have I learned? What what are we concluding? Um I think you've learned you can't do the iguana. I can't do the iguana. I cannot do the iguana. We need to get Daisy to send we us need a little to, video we need of to get, doing that. Yeah, we need to see uh, the iguana. We're going to YouTube it. Don't forget, if you want our help with something, then you can tweet us at sexandmyboss. You can email us, help at sexandmyboss.com. It can be on any topic that you need some advice on. Or you can write to William Hansen, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letterhead of paper. The address is on the website, sexandmyboss.com. And if you like Help I Sex and My Boss, tell your friends and give us a rating. More next time, folks. Next time on Help, I Sexted My Boss. So when we were on a holiday in Turkey... I don't know if I want to know this. My little brother must have been about eight, and he completely got confused with a B-Day. Yeah, I know. He had a poo in the B-Day, and I just remember mum going mad and trying to squash it down with a coat hanger. <laughs> She's going, you're a bloody nightmare, you kids are. Huh? Go and get me a carrier bag. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right. (laughs) Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like... You know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.